Are you tired of hearing kids these days are ruining everything? Well, hi, I'm said kid. Welcome to Unfucked Gen Z, where we dive into the issues with being a Zoomer, challenges with growing up in the digital age, and work together to create better generations down the road. I'm your host, Riley Myers. Let's talk about it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Unfucked Gen Z. It's your host, Riley Myers, and today we're going to be talking about how to have a healthy relationship in a generation that is not so full of healthy relationships. And by that, I mean they're very toxic. So if you're looking for just some quick and easy tips that you can use to improve your relationship and have a better connection to your partner, then you're in the perfect place. But before we get started, I do care about you guys' feedback again and opinions, as well as further topics that you guys would want to hear about. So just remember that my Instagram is at unfuckgenz and my email is unfuck without the U and then genz at gmail.com. So yeah, email me, direct message me, whatever you feel. I also have my email linked in my website, which is linked on my Instagram. So let's get into this topic. So just keep in mind, every relationship is different. But if you're talking with your partner about these topics that I'm going to talk to you about in just a second and setting these boundaries that I'm also going to talk about in just a second in the beginning of the relationship, then in the long term, you're not going to have as many issues. You're not going to have as many fights because you're already going to have your set expectations and I know it just sounds like I'm a perfect girlfriend no I'm just kidding but seriously these topics I'm going to talk about are stuff that me and my boyfriend kind of figured out along the way together and to give some background like I was his first girlfriend he was my first real relationship so we both had a lot of things to figure out and a lot of boundaries to set and it was kind of surprising like my friends could not help me out at all with like figuring out and setting these boundaries because they themselves weren't doing it. And so I feel like that's important to keep in mind that nobody really knows what to do in a relationship, but you figure it out together. That's part of the process. But yeah, when me and my boyfriend first got together, like I was not used to having boundaries. Like I was used to setting them, but not really getting them set against me, I guess you could say. And if you know me, I'm a rebellious person. Like I will argue any point just to do it. And I'm really thankful for my boyfriend because he gave me the time, y'all. The patience this man has had with me, I could not be more appreciative. But back to the point. So now that y'all have like a little bit of background on me and my boyfriend, I'm going to start with like why I feel that it's hard to date in this generation. And one of those reasons is definitely that men have standards for themselves now. Or not that they haven't had standards before, but we definitely see them having a lot more standards now. And instead of like their standards be res- being respected, they're called controlling for it. For example, and I'm going to use this like I'm talking to my ladies a little bit more with this one because obviously it's about men. But if your man says like he doesn't want you going to the club and getting drunk without him, he's looking out for you. Trust me, this is like a big thing that happens in relationships, especially young ones now that there's so many underage people going like out and going drinking and stuff. And my mindset on this before I met my boyfriend was always, well, I know I would never cheat on my boyfriend and I don't want any other guy. So why does it matter? Like, do you not trust me? That's how my mindset was. Please, ladies, do not have that mindset. Okay, don't look at it like that. That's a very toxic mindset to have. And remember that, like when you're in an altered mindset, like drinking and if you're with all of your girlfriends, they're probably drinking also. So there's no one level headed there. And 
if it's the guy's preference, like guys can set standards for themselves and say, I don't want to have a girlfriend that gets wasted downtown with her friends every weekend. Then that's his preference. He's allowed to set those standards for himself. And I feel like in this generation, it's taken by women or girls as, well, you're not going to tell me when I can or cannot hang out with my friends or when I can and can't drink. Ladies, let me just tell y'all that is a childish mindset to have. And I'm allowed to say that because this used to be my mindset. Like, trust me, it was. But yeah, so if it's the guy's preference not to be dating someone that gets wasted downtown with her friends every weekend without him, then that's his preference. He's allowed to set those standards for himself. And then respect comes into play because you respect that he set those boundaries and those standards for himself and you respect it and you don't go downtown and get wasted with your friends without him. Like you can go downtown with your friends if you want to without him, but don't drink, you know, if that's what his standard is. So that's just one thing I wanted to bring up because I see that now more than ever and I've been through it myself. So it's like, I get it. Now, on the contrary, like if you don't set those boundaries in the beginning of the relationship, then it will take, it will be one of those things that will take you going downtown without your boyfriend and getting drunk for you to realize he's uncomfortable with it. And that's fine. If it happened that way and you had to wait and figure it out, then found out he was uncomfortable with it, that talk after something happens that your boyfriend or girlfriend is not comfortable with is more important than the situation that happened itself. Just to like reiterate on that point, say like your girlfriend or boyfriend, whichever one it is, it doesn't matter, girls and boys, listen up, (laughs) is basically what I'm trying to say. But if something happens and your significant other is not comfortable with it, okay, they vocalize that to you, they tell you that, then that talk right there is very important. You listen closely, you understand what it was that they were uncomfortable with, and you don't do it again. It's really that simple. Like, you just don't do it again out of respect for your partner. And this is something that took me a little bit longer to figure out. And now I know y'all are thinking, Riley, how did you not think that you had to respect your partner? But that's not what it was. It's not that I didn't think I didn't have to respect him. It's that I didn't necessarily know how because I was not raised with authority figures that I respected growing up because of how I was raised and how my childhood was. So, yes, this was something that took me longer to figure out. And that's another thing that we're going to touch on is just the importance of knowing how each other were raised and brought up because that's going to play a lot into why we do the things that we do. But, yeah, so I didn't know how exactly to show respect to someone. Like, I just thought you do respect them or you don't. I didn't know there was a lot of like actions involved. So I had the mindset that was, you're not going to tell me what to do. And my boyfriend had to sit me down probably more than once and was like, I don't feel respected by you. And that flipped a switch in me that he kind of started explaining to me ways I can respect him that I wasn't. And I started to look at situations more like, okay, if he's not comfortable with me doing this or that, then I started to realize that not doing this or that said thing that he was uncomfortable with was just a small sacrifice. Like it was just an unimportant thing that I didn't need to be doing because it didn't make him comfortable. So when I started to look at it as just this small thing that I can let go of in my life to make him feel more respected, it worked. That was a good mindset to have. And that's a mindset that I'm still hanging on to today. And that I, and not only that it makes him feel more respected, it also makes him respect me more. So if your partner brings you something to your attention that he doesn't feel comfortable with and he vocalizes that to you, just remember to respect that. Now, obviously, some relationships are different. Some guys are controlling, but that's little guys. I'm talking about men. 
and yeah so just respect your partner that's like a big thing it'll take you a long way in your relationship i promise setting those boundaries early and just respecting each other are small things but they will change your relationship dramatically and of course trust is my next point like you have to have trust in a relationship or you don't even have a relationship if there's no trust and i feel as though in this generation we kind of expect people to trust us off the bat and we forget that trust is something that you do have to earn so with keeping that in mind my first point is about having each other's passwords to each other's phone now to me personally this is a respect thing if my boyfriend is curious about something in my phone he knows my password he can grab it and look at it all he wants and i hear it today people say it's an invasion of privacy and woo -woo -woo, but why do you need privacy in a phone if you're not hiding anything and that's just how i look at it personally again every relationship is different but I have his password, he has mine. It doesn't mean we're going through each other's phones all the time, but it does stop the other person from having questions like, uh, who's been texting? Are you cheating on me? Whatever, whatever, you know? Like, it doesn't leave anything open for interpretation. It's just an unspoken form of respect. And again, this is for my relationship. If you don't want your boyfriend or girlfriend having your phone password, then I would assume you're hiding something too because it's like, what you need that privacy for in that phone? Infidelity? Right. That's what I thought. Moving on. One thing I absolutely fucking hate is when people say social media destroys relationships. That's not the case. You destroy your own relationship when you choose to use social media apps for infidelity. Social media can be a double-sided sword. So yeah, it's incorrect to say that social media destroys relationships. The user of the social media platform is destroying their relationship. And while we're on the topic of social media and relationships, I do want to bring up that respect for your partner can also come with what you're choosing to post on social media. Now, ladies, stay with me. Don't get off. Don't get off yet. Stay with me. Listen to what I have to say. But seriously, like just you can respect your partner by also watching what you post. Yes, it is your social media platform. You can post whatever you want. But if your partner comes out and says that he's like vocalizes that he is com uncomfortable with something that you've posted, then is it really that big of a deal just to delete it or, you know, have a talk with, OK, well, why is it that you're uncomfortable with what I've posted? And this goes for both men and women. I'm not just talking about one specific gender. I'm just saying in relationships in general. But the reason I said, ladies, stay with me. Don't get off. Don't get off. Listen to what I have to say was just because I know how some of you girls are and y'all are just like how I was, which is you're not going to tell me what I can or cannot post. But let me tell you, that is a childish mindset to have. And eventually, if you keep having that mindset, your boyfriend will not feel respected by you. He won't. And it's just the truth. You can say, no, I'm going to find a man that doesn't care about what I post. Then that man don't want you for real. Okay, I shouldn't say he doesn't want you, but he probably doesn't respect you that much. Your boyfriend shouldn't want everyone else to see the parts of you that really only he should be seeing. And this is also a communication issue. If your partner, boy or girl, isn't communicating... Uh, excuse me. Okay, I'm contemplating whether or not to leave that in there. I think I will. So if you're listening to this part, then excuse me. But I did decide to leave it in there because it's funny. And no, I'm not childish. Burps are funny. Jeez. Uh, back to my point. Communication is one of the biggest ways to make a relationship work, especially in Gen Z, where I feel like we've lost a lot of communication skills. And that comes back to us texting and being on our phones 24-7. We lose that face-to-face -face time, and then it can be really hard to communicate with people in person. And I'll give you guys my like relationship example with this one. 
like my boyfriend was talking to me about something and I just did not feel like talking about it in the moment I didn't want to be confronted with it I could not get my words out or like put my thoughts together and I knew I could just go home and text him everything that I was feeling after so that's exactly what I did I left went home and then I texted him but of course he couldn't tell the tone of my voice things were misread and it turned into a bigger issue than it actually needed to be so don't be like me instead when you're confronted with an issue like by your partner and you can't seem to get your thoughts together one thing that me and my boyfriend have done that really works is just separating from each other going in different rooms and then either writing or typing all of our thoughts out and then we come back to each other read them and what this does is well number one makes you think about everything you're going to say instead of saying something that you might regret in the heat of the moment if it is like a heated situation and two it lets them know your tone of voice so nothing can be misinterpreted and then three it gives that person or both of you actually that physical connection so once you guys talk about it and y'all can hug or kiss or whatever you need to to feel as though the problem is solved so just remember have that communication and another thing with communication is also expecting your partner to know something when you've never told them and by that i mean don't expect your partner to know that you're uncomfortable with something if you've never vocalized that set that boundary this is what i'm uncomfortable with and I feel like this is something guys struggle with because they think, oh, well, it should just be known you, that you shouldn't do this. But again, everyone was raised differently. So talking about that, setting those boundaries, having that communication is the only way that things are going to be understood and the only way that both of you guys will feel respected. Because if that boundary is already set and you've already vocalized your uncomfortability, I don't think that's a word, but whatever, you guys know what I mean. So if that's already been set and you've already vocalized that, then there's no room for, well, I didn't know that, or, well, then it just starts a whole different issue of why haven't you told me you were uncomfortable with this before, and how was I supposed to know, and then you're both in the wrong. So just remember, vocalize that, communicate it, and then most of your problems will just go away. So on to my next point of another way to make a relationship work in this generation is definitely to just be authentic. I feel like authentication is respected in relationships more nowadays than it used to be because, you know, women used to have to be in the kitchen and like, okay, let me just say this first. I, whoever made women rights, why? Why? Bitch, I got to work. I got to go to my little job and I have to do work instead of when we, you could have just shut up. You could have just stayed at your house, cooked them little meals for your husband and just been quiet. But no, you had to make my life harder. Okay, guys, don't call me a misogynist or whatever. I'm just joking. I love that women has rights. Women's have, women have, never mind. Even my brain don't want to admit it. Fuck, now I'm a misogynist. No, I'm just joking. Okay, but seriously, guys, on to my point. I do love women's rights, you know, whatever. But I'm just joking. Anyways, on to my point. So another way to make relationships work in Gen Z, like I was saying, is to be authentic. And it will take you a long way if you just be yourself and be honest. Oh my God, honesty is such a big huge amazing enormous part of a relationship honesty with your partner will end 10 out of 10 fights honesty will make fights just like why are we even fighting because just be honest with them like i don't even know what to say it's just be honest and also don't be defensive i struggle with this a lot but if your partner asks you a question don't get offensive or annoyed because it's probably something they just need reassurance on even if the question has to be asked a hundred times uh, just be patient with them. We're all growing and maturing and you will most likely be at a different point in your life than your partner is. So you'll have to remember to leave space for each other to grow 
while growing together. I think that's a big thing to mention because most people say like high school relationships won't last, but that's only if the people in the relationships aren't leaving, like they're growing apart instead of growing together. You have to go to grow together while also leaving room for each other to grow separately, if that makes sense. If it doesn't, sorry about it. Okay, I don't know why I'm being so silly goofy in this podcast. I need to be for real so y'all take me seriously, but did y'all know that 75% of Gen Z is single? Like, that is so sad and heartbreaking. So why is it so hard to be in a relationship nowadays? Well, I just told y'all most of the reasons. Communication, respect, honesty, authentication. Those are, like, big things. But another one, obviously, is that our generation is really unloyal. Like, there's just so much infidelity within our generation. And there's so many different ways to cheat and to be disloyal and it's like disgusting it's actually genuinely disgusting because it makes it so much harder to trust people in our generation it's not necessarily that our generation cheats more than other generations is that we have more access to it and more things to be worried about i have to be worried if you got tinder if you got um i don't know a lot of dating apps but that's really the only one i know but if you got match.com if you got christian mingle like okay if you're on christian mingle never mind okay let me not be a hater so there's just not a lot of loyalty like we have so many things to be worried about nowadays and it makes it even harder to trust people but one thing i would definitely say on that is just be loyal like so one time me and reno were like laying down on the floor in his dorm like just on his rug laying down and his roommate had walked in i'm not gonna say his name because i don't know if he wants to be featured on the podcast but he just walked in and he looked at us and he was like how bro like i'm trying to be like y'all and we both looked at him like we did not plan this response or nothing we both just looked at him at the exact same time and said just be loyal and that's a real thing like you like loyalty takes you so much farther in a relationship than anything else even though it's like the bottom of the barrel like bottom of the barrel standard like obviously you have to be loyal for a relationship to work but that's actually a big thing in question within this generation is like loyalty and like when i said you can be disloyal so many different ways nowadays i was talking about like social media your phone like how how i know you're not texting other girls how do i know that but i do in my relationship i do because i'm secure in my relationship that's another thing gosh i could go talk about this topic for hours because i'm just in a perfect relationship just kidding those don't exist but i'm in a basically perfect relationship back to the points i don't know how you guys listen to me talk and never get to the point like if y'all are pissed off just let me know because it's hard y'all it's so hard to get all my thoughts together but yes so let's recap because we're coming to the end of the episode we talked about respect obviously a huge thing to have in a relationship you have to respect your partner communication you can't have respect if you're not communicating so that one kind of falls back to respect and yeah setting those boundaries set boundaries with your partner if you're not comfortable with something that they're doing and if you don't want to vocalize those opinions then don't expect them to not do stuff that makes you uncomfortable because they don't know Okay, always give your partner the benefit of the doubt. Just always assume that they don't know what they're doing is making you uncomfortable if you have not already told them. If you have and they're still doing it, leave them because they don't respect you. And then obviously the last one is loyalty. You can have every single other factor I talked about, but if you don't have loyalty, you have nothing. Stop being some cheating little whores, boys and girls. But yeah, so that comes to the end of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. I hope I helped your relationship out. Call me the relationship god. Call me Riley the in the Riley in the perfect uh Riley relationship is perfect.
Okay, yeah, I'm going to end this episode, y'all, because my brain is just spiraling today. And the only reason I'm posting this episode early is because I'm leaving Saturday to go on vacation with my boyfriend's family because <laughs> I have a perfect relationship. Just kidding again. But yeah, so normally I'm going to be posting every Monday because I feel like since my podcasts are very like, inf- like, oh gee, my podcasts help you guys. Like they're very informational and will help you guys in the long run. And I give you guys good tips. So I'm going to be posting them on Mondays because Mondays suck and it'll make your day better. But yeah, bye Zoomers. Okay, just kidding. Not bye Zoomers yet. Remember to DM me on Instagram. Let me know what you guys think of this episode. As you can tell, I left a lot of the funny like accidents in this episode because I'm kind of trying to see what you guys prefer. The funny like barely edited one or the one that was like more professional, more monotone. Well, not really monotone, but you know what I mean, more professional. So let me know which one you guys can prefer because I can do it either way. I say the same information, but in like last episode, it's more edited and I don't leave like the mistakes in. But I think the mistakes are funny because everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. Okay, that's enough, y'all. Somebody needs to mute my mic. Like I know y'all are wishing y'all could mute me right now. But seriously, let me guys know which episode you would you prefer. I'm going to do a poll on my story. So... Just remember to vote. Let me know which ones you guys prefer. And for real this time, bye Zoomers.